0: The question is this, how do young men like us, who didn't listen to society, who are on our own, how do we grow and improve ourselves so that we can live a better tomorrow? That is the question, and this show will give you the answers. My name is James Radzinski, and welcome to the Ascend Momentum Show. So if you guys haven't listened to yesterday's episode should check it out but today was a very good day today let me give some context if you haven't listened to yesterday's episode we me and my friend made a commitment to go to so first of all let me give some more context me and my friend are about to be seniors in high school we're both broke And we're both trying to essentially make money online through entrepreneurship. And we're both broke right now, our income is zero. And yesterday, and some of the, one of the person, like the person that we're studying right now on how to make money, how to build a business, how to build a movement, how to market, person we're studying is Russell Brunson and he's at ClickFunnels and he is hosting a live event today as of recording this is August 6th and his live event is in September 27th so a month and a half a little over a month and a half and tickets are $1,000 each and yesterday, me and my friend decided to we're going to go. And then today, uh, my friend was like, we should buy the tickets soon for many reasons. Because one, we're locked in and we are forced. We have to go now. And there's no bailing out once we buy the tickets. Two, we... Two, we are investing a big sum of money. So now we have to make money to actually be able to fly over there. So my friend spent $2,000 of his own money to buy both the tickets. And so now we're, we're committed. We're locked in. So now I am focusing only on one thing and that is sales essentially and this is one thing this is a principle that i've heard from many different many different mentors many different books many different podcasts and it's focus on one thing and you'll be successful so for me That one thing is making a sale. I only have to make one sale. And that's the only thing I'm focusing on right now. So I'm trying to make a sale every single day. And you know what, tomorrow... Yeah, I'm going to make a sale every single day. This concept of focusing on one thing, I am still going to the gym. I'm still doing all my other stuff but all that stuff is doesn't really require anything. Once it's time to get down to business and actually move forward, the only thing that I am focusing on is sales. So there's this concept that me and my friend follow, and it's called a critical task. So what it is is your critical task for the day is the one task that if you only did that one task you would be happy with your progress And so my critical task every single day for now on is make a sale make a sale so the way i'm doing that is walking up to local businesses and actually going in person and that actually expands my comfort zone and it will give me better chance of making a sale than just emailing and cold calling. Now, that is something that you guys should apply. If you're just starting to go to the gym, the only thing you focus, the only thing that matters, the only thing that you're changing is going to the gym every day. That's the only thing that matters. No diet matters, nothing else. And then once you're comfortable and once you want to go to the gym and that positive feedback loop hits then you can add another thing that's essentially what I did I went to the gym and then once I started going to the gym and I was addicted to it then I started changing other habits and fixing my diet fixing my sleep fixing my breathing all of that stuff and that's what I'm doing with making a sale. Now, I'm at a huge advantage now with just life in general and making improvement because I changed this, I fixed this one piece of my health and it was to increase my testosterone. Now, at the time I didn't realize how much of an asset it is, but when I learned that my testosterone was low, it was on a Hamza video and he was talking about how everyone, he was just talking about estrogenics, and how everyone is, like everyone in society is affected, and everyone's testosterone is way lower than it should be, and we're becoming infertile, and so I started making slight changes, little changes every day, and I focused on that for like a month or two months, and my testosterone has increased so much. Plus, now I'm adding in supplements like I'm taking. I've always taken creatine since I was starting the gym. But now I'm taking Cistange and I'm going to start taking pine pollen. So all of these, and I also do certain habits like icing my balls, um, which I talked about yesterday, I think. That is increases your testosterone as well just like many different habits increasing my testosterone and back to what i was saying is that if you increase your testosterone like we're men we have testosterone we are the ones building the earth essentially we are the ones building the buildings we're the ones going out and doing things now yeah women do that stuff too but men are really the ones who are like the builders and we're the ones who are taking the most risk who are the most aggressive have the most vigor we have the we're just we're men essentially and that's and that's because we have testosterone so me increasing before i had no test low testosterone and that was i wasn't I didn't want to build anything. I didn't want to do much of what men do. And now that I am increasing my testosterone higher and higher and higher to where I'm actually supposed to be, I actually want to build stuff, and I actually want to go out and take risks and actually grow and improve as a man. I've always wanted to grow and improve, but now I'm especially. And it's just having high testosterone is such a huge advantage over someone who does not. It's... I mean, honestly, you don't know until you have it. And I don't even have as high testosterone as I want. I want to get way higher tests. And then, yeah, so that's one of the things that has helped me a lot, increasing my testosterone. And uh, it's a slow process, especially if you were where I was at, where you were basically consuming a lot of estrogenics. It takes a couple months to get the results by removing certain things, but when I started taking cystanch, it was probably two or maybe one month, one or two months after I started removing things, and Cystanche, I, I saw results like that day, or like that night. Uh, so that's, an, that's another thing, testosterone, increase your testosterone, huge advantage. Now, let me bring back bring you back to what I was talking about earlier about going to local businesses in person and trying to essentially be a salesperson. One, that increases my sales ability. So I'm getting better at selling in person, which is huge. That's a huge skill to have. And two, I'm increasing my comfort zone so much. So when I first started getting into trying to build funnels for other people, I would send emails to people. And I'll tell you, when I sent my first email, I was extremely nervous. I did not want to click send. And I ended up doing this uh, later on. But at that time, which was literally like two, maybe one week ago. Yeah, I think it was actually a week ago. I mean, I documented it. So you guys can go back to episodes and see what day it was but it was literally like recently and if i if you were to ask that person to cold call that same business that i just emailed i would have not wanted to do it and then i started cold calling after that and then that expanded my comfort zone so first of all emailing expanded my comfort zone and then cold calling expanded my comfort zone now let me tell you exactly what that means the first time i emailed i was super nervous now i can email just with a breeze and i can i can just email anyone i want and not get any not have any worries first time i cold called i was like on that call i was struggling i was nervous i was like if you were to listen to that audio recording which i don't think is possible because it was a call but if you were to hear me you, my voice was shaking. It was bad. But then, the second time I did it, it was so much easier. And then after that, it got easier and easier. And now I can cold call without question. And to be honest, yesterday, I was so nervous about cold calling. I'm not even kidding. Today, I can cold call whoever I want and not have to worry about it. Now, t- three days ago, I went to... I realized that cold calling is not enough and I need to go into the business in person and try and sell them in person because then they know I'm serious and legit and then they can see like instant credibility if you go in person. Just many reasons. And the first time, I'm going to be honest, I pushed it off the day, the next day. And then it wasn't until I went into deep meditation and my friend spent like an hour or two slowly, but low-key like he wasn't making it obvious that he was doing this but slowly but surely he was saying things that ended up making me convince myself but he was really the one that helped me through it to actually do it and go to the first shop and then once i did it i was way more nervous than any of the other places i felt like i was about to die and i was i was like scared i was my voice was shaking I was stumbling over my words. I was I was really bad. And then I did it, and I was fine. I got rejected, but that's okay. And then the next day, I was going to do it, but my bike lock got stolen. But to be honest, I just used that as an excuse to not do it again. And so I was still scared, but it, but then the next day I went, which was yesterday and it was so much easier and i'm getting and then it was similar to how the cold the second cold call went where it was just eighty percent easier so instead of a hundred percent fear i had twenty percent fear and that's the same thing that happened today again today i went for a third time and instead of twenty percent fear i only had ten percent fear and it, it went a lot more smoothly and so tomorrow when I go again it's just gonna be five percent and then it's just gonna keep getting lower and lower until so I'm comfortable doing it and then I make a sale and really I'm not I'm going in to try and get them to accept my offer but really what's happening is I'm just trying to expand my comfort zone to be honest that's really all that I'm trying to do and I have, like, bad social anxiety, and I'm an introvert, and also, like, I'm shy around people. Um, I get nervous around people. Usually, my dad has, like, his friends over sometimes, and whenever that happens, I just get really nervous. And then when people try and talk to me, I, I just, like, stumble over my words and all that. Not a great scene. And today, after I've done all this stuff, I didn't really know that this was going to happen, but today, people came over, and we started talking, and I was actually, like, way more comfortable and confident talking. It was It's crazy how, how much of a difference cold emailing people, cold calling, and then going in person has made on me. I'm just so much more calm around people, and this is huge because school is starting literally in, like, maybe seven or eight days maybe six days yeah no seven days is my first day of school no eight days sorry eight days is my first day of school because today's sunday tomorrow's monday so eight days is my first day of school and now i during school i'm like nervous in the first day but then once i get comfortable around the people then it's fine but i still am like shy and stuff like that but i feel like it's gonna be different this year i'm gonna be way more confident and just stronger better man i'm gonna be more manly because honestly looking back it's embarrassing being like having bad social anxiety and even today like i'm still embarrassed or not embarrassed but i'm still like shy, and nervous, and scared around other people. Even today when I was going to uh, the business today, it's embarrassing. I'm like weak, and I'm, I'm a man. I'm, I need to be strong and confident up front. It's fine to have all that stuff inside, but on, on the face, I have to be strong and confident. And so doing this stuff is actually making me more strong and confident. And it's honestly embarrassing. I'm, I'm embarrassed that I waited this long to do it. Literally the past six days, I've grown more. I've grown my social abilities more than I have in my entire life. It's actually crazy. Just by f- doing progressive overload. And I did this on accident. I wasn't doing this to grow. At first, I was doing this to for my business, my consulting business. And it's literally just progressive overload from emailing businesses and then voicemail or cold calling them and then to going in person. It's actually insane how much I've grown. I'm like so much more calm calm and I feel more manly. I'm actually really excited for the future because I always felt like a I always felt like a what's the word? I always felt like a boy. And yeah, I was a boy. But once you get to a teenager, you're supposed to feel more manly. I never felt manly. Today, while I'm saying this, is probably the first day I've ever felt manly because I was able to I always like shake people's hands, but I'm not really confident when I do it. But today was the first time where I met one of my dad's friends while he was over for like dinner. And or it was lunch, but he like I introduced myself and he introduced himself and I just ran walked over to him and I shook his hand and for the first time I actually felt confident and it was like the first time I'd ever felt like a man in a social situation, so that's huge. If you guys, I definitely recommend doing that even if you don't have like a business idea, just try and like. I mean, if I was, if I was looking to grow, I would do this and I would just do the same exact thing I'm doing. And then if you happen to get a yes, and I know what I'm doing and I'm trying to get a yes and I have not gotten a single yes. So, and most people just ignore me unless I'm like, obviously unless I'm calling them. Like most of the people I emailed just ignored me. And if you're trying to grow your social like, your social capabilities, all that stuff that I just talked about, I would literally just send emails. In earlier podcasts, I I told you exactly the email that... But you should just make an email and say, hey, I want to help you with your business. Like, I'm just looking for opportunities to grow. And then if they say yes, just say, hey, never mind, sorry about that. It's literally... That's such a huge exercise to grow, and I wish I did a lot earlier. But if you do that, just start with emails, and then move on after like three or four days, once you build, or two days or one day, it doesn't matter. Once you build up enough confidence, and trust me, you're not going to want to move to calls, but just do it anyways, and you're never going to feel ready. But once emails become too easy and you lose that uncomfortable feeling, then... Just cold call a random local business and talk about your opportunity and do that, like, for five people. I literally only called, like, six people maybe. Actually, maybe, like, ten or fifteen. I don't remember. I was doing, like, five calls a day for, like, a couple days. I don't know. But literally five emails, five calls, and five in-persons. Will change your life. And right now I've done five emails. I've done five calls at least. I've done way more than that on each of those two. And so far I've done three in-person visits. So two more. And I will be just like how I was earlier. I will be just how I was with calling. Or how I am with calling in person. And that's a huge skill to have. Being able to make a sale in person changes your life not just for the business but more so because you're more confident like what i said i feel way more manly i feel more masculine i feel more confident and it's actually crazy i always heard all my life like how awesome it is to be confident and i didn't know until now it is different it is one of the most amazing things and today is my first day and i'm getting better every time Now I want to talk to you guys about one of the things that really propelled me forward. So I I never read the book Atomic Habits, ha- Atomic Habits, but just like 10 minutes ago, I read his James Clear's, who's the author of Atomic Habits, I read one of his blog posts. And I came to the realization that that What he was talking about is exactly what I did. And I didn't realize what I was doing until like now. And I realized that that's the most effective method. So what he says is, don't worry about your goals. Worry about your system. So your goal would be, if your goal is to get jacked, don't worry about getting jacked. Don't worry about looking in the mirror every day. It's a waste of time. It's distracting. And worry about the system on how to do it. So I don't like the word system. I like the word routine. Worry about the routine on how to get there. And literally just add the gym. Go to the gym to your routine. And that's what I did. I went to the gym every single morning. Like during school. Because I figured out how to put it into my routine the easiest. That will make me actually be able to go. So for me I found that. Going before school was the easiest because I had the most energy, or not in the energy, I was still like not, I was still tired waking up in the morning. I hadn't adjusted to it yet at that time, but the reason why I did it in the morning was because if I went after school, I, there was a lot of times where i just skip because, and it just wasn't as enjoyable because I'd use all my mental energy at school and i didn't feel as productive so i decided to put it in the morning because then i could use the afternoon to read books but i i slowly added that to my routine i only focused on one thing and it was gym i was literally just only going to the gym that's the only thing that mattered so that's that's exactly how you get progress so a goal is to set your direction And then, like, literally ignore the goal, but still, like, move towards the goal. But the way you move towards the goal is routine. Routine is how you make progress towards the goal. The goal is to set the direction. Routine is to make progress. And to be honest, you need both. So you need to set the goal first. And then you need to figure out what you need to do. And then just add it to your daily routine. So that's what I did with the gym. And that is what I did podcasting, I had just added it to my daily routine. And then I just told myself I was just going to do it every day. And it was just as simple as that. It was actually way easier um, just doing that than trying to figure out a time. Um, but that's also what I did and am doing with selling in person. I told myself I was going to email someone. And really the first day I emailed like 50 people because email is just really easy. At first, like my first email is hard, but after that it was really easy. And then I told myself I was going to cold call every day for the next five days or, or five, e- five calls every day for the next however much days. And then I realized that I have to go in person. And I feel like that's the last stage of growth because once I'm in person I can talk In person and actually control the situation a lot better so and plus that's like growth and the way I did that was I made a commitment of doing it every day doing it every day and that's it and I don't I didn't think I'm gonna do it every day for the next 100 days that is way too big of a number to think about it will demotivate me I told myself when I started podcasting I was The reason why I started was because Russell Brunson said, post on your show daily for the next year. So instead of telling myself I was going to post every day for the next 365 days, which would have demotivated me because looking now, I'm on like episode 18 out of 365, it feels like I've been doing it forever, and I have 360 days left. That is not any progress, like that number barely went down. So that's why I just said I was going to do it every day. I didn't I don't care about the end number. I was just going to do it every day. No like want no 365 days in, in mind. So that means that every single day you achieve your goal. And that's such a huge huge thing to do. Every single day just add it to your daily routine. And Honestly, I'm glad that I read that, that blog that James Clear wrote because now, now I'm conscious of it. I, I already was conscious of it like a, a couple months ago, but now I realize, explaining it to you guys, how valuable that is. Literally, if you want to achieve anything, just add it to your daily routine. and I, I'm jealous of you guys because I'm telling you exactly what to do. And if I heard this podcast when I was first starting, I would be so much farther ahead of where I am now. But I'm glad that I'm telling you guys because you guys are getting this opportunity. So I'm giving you guys gold. And it's worthless if you don't pick it up. So pick it up and apply it. And really doing the routine is like the easiest. There's a quote that I heard and it's that successful people are not really good at doing hard things. They're really good at making hard things easy and that's essentially what routine is it's really hard to make it's really hard to make a million dollars but if you if you work to, i mean, that's a bad analogy it's really hard to get jacked but if you but it's really easy to go to the gym today and then just re- replicate that every day it, that's just routine you just it's really easy to go to the gym every day but it's hard to go to the gym every day for the next 365 days. It's easy to go to the gym every day for 365 days. But if you tell yourself to do it for the next year, it's going to be way harder because that's a really big number. I hope you guys understand what I'm saying because this is like really important concept to know. And that's exactly this routine is exactly how I'm going to get to Florida. And plus, me saying it on the podcast is getting me accountable. So accountability is huge. I wasn't really... Before I announced to my friend and then to you guys that I was doing this business consulting thing, I wasn't really... I I was doing it, but I wasn't really making big gains until I announced it. And then once I announced it, I became more accountable because I told you guys and I didn't wanna one look like a wuss because I didn't wanna look like a failure and that's huge like if you can announce your your like announce that you're gonna do this every day don't announce your goal don't announce I'm going to be jacked announce I'm going to go to the gym every single day and then and then do it because you'll feel like a Of wuss or a failure if you miss and then that means that you can't miss the next day or else you're going to actually be a failure if you miss one day bad but just wipe it off like sweat it off and then don't miss two days don't miss two days in a row that's one quote that I heard also don't miss two days in a row if you miss two days in a row that's the end like that's terrible and don't miss three days in a row, or else it's terrible. Like it, Just don't miss two days in a row. Don't miss one day in a row, which is just don't miss. But if you miss, just make sure you don't miss two days in a row. And that was actually what, that quote actually pushed me through not missing two days in a row yesterday when I went the second day. Because I was going to miss two days in a row if I didn't go yesterday, but I didn't. And yesterday was actually when I committed to doing it every day. So I wouldn't have even missed a day, but what, besides the point. And can you guys realize that I just want to bring to your attention that there are so many quotes that push me forward and concepts, and it's because i read them in books or heard them in podcasts, but that's that's way less effective. It's... All the quotes that I read in my in the books, I understand and I remembered them. And I I understood the concepts and the ideas around them. That's huge. That's so valuable. Because if you can have a quote pop up in your mind and actually understand what it means just at the right moment, like right before you're about to bail out, and it pops up in your mind and then you remember that quote, then you push forward. Like that's how valuable that's one of the hidden benefits of reading. Like, one, reading is the most valuable, like, one of the most valuable skills or um, habits, whatever, like, things that you can do. But that is one of the biggest benefits that no one talks about, having little pieces of information pop up in your head at the right moment just when you need it. And that is, like, and even if it doesn't pop up, you still have a vague idea or you have a vague notion that that is that idea, and you just keep pushing forward. Maybe you don't actually understand why you're pushing forward, but you can feel deep down that that is the right thing to do, and that's really because of reading. Reading remolds your brain to make better decisions on a subconscious scale, especially, but also on a conscious scale because you know the new information. But reading molds your subconscious. And I'm actually going to look this up percentage I've never looked this up but I heard this before percentage of human action subconscious uh oh wow yeah current studies or current scientific estimates are that some 95% of brain activity is unconscious 95% of your like brain activity that is insane and if you can So that is essentially you have no control over that because it's subconscious. Like, you don't have conscious control over your subconscious. So think about that. You don't have conscious control over 95% of your actions. Not actions, but activity in your brain. That is insane. So would you rather have very bad, like a weak subconscious, which is how society molds it, like with TikTok, would you rather have a weak subconscious of 95% of your brain activity or would you rather have a strong subconscious with 95% of your brain activity i would rather have a strong subconscious and i've never heard anyone say this before but i really think that reading like rewires your subconscious to where you simply by the fact of reading you are actually making You're molding your subconscious brain. So you can make conscious decisions. That's only 5% of your brain activity. If you read, you're molding all 95% plus you're making conscious decisions off of the new knowledge. So you're actually getting the full 100%. If you are just making conscious decisions and just doing conscious things based off stuff you learn or hear, like there's a quote that I heard. You, if you hear something, you forget it. If you see something, you remember it. And if you do something, you understand it. So if you hear something like on a podcast, you're going to forget it. You're going to forget most of the things on this episode that I say to you. Hopefully you pick up one thing and decide to go for it. And that's the goal. But, and then if you see something, you understand it. S- or not understand it. If you see something, you remember it. And that's reading. You literally look at the words on a piece of paper. And you have to see it, but you also like interpret it, so that like goes through your mind, and that's huge. I can't believe no. I mean, there's probably people saying this, but when I was learning about self-improvement and learning about reasons to start reading, no one was saying that 95% of your brain activity is unconscious, and reading helps re. Like shape your unconscious to make better decisions. So if you read good books, like nonfiction self-help books, you are actually changing 100% of your brain activity. Whereas if you're listening to podcasts or watching YouTube videos, that's 5%. You're making 5% progress if you're listening to podcasts or YouTube videos. But if you read, that's 100% progress. Man, I just put all of that together just now. I've been piecing it together over the past couple days, but today was like the first time I actually put it all together into words. Reading is one of the most valuable skills. That is huge. 95% of your brain activity is unconscious. You guys have to understand how valuable that is to know. Because if you guys think you're improving on on listening to YouTube videos and podcasts that's only five percent imagine what you can do when you start reading on a hundred percent and you and then once you start meditating and focusing your brain better to make reading more effective and then meditation also heals your brain and takes out the trash out of it and then what happens when you start reading transurfing what happens when you start man there's so many possibilities i'm really excited for you guys you guys have Honestly, I think that, at, I don't think I could say this a week ago. I don't even think I could say this five days ago. But honestly, I think that this podcast is the best podcast out there. Now, I know the audio is not that good, and it's I'm still getting better at speaking, but I'm growing as I'm going, and by the time that I'm popular, I'll have a better microphone, and I'll, have, I'll be way better at speaking because that's how growth happens, self-improvement all that, I really think that this podcast is the best podcast out there, and if you guys actually want to make growth, like you're here to make growth, right, you're here to improve yourself, well then stop listening to my podcast, only listen to this one episode, that's all you need to be successful, this episode, and just listen to all of my episodes up to this one, and then there are... Two or three episodes. There's one. Okay, episode 14 for sure is very good. This episode, I think, is 18, maybe. Episode 14, episode 18. And then also there was one other episode where I talk about the six steps of self-improvement that I would take. That I would listen to that too. But I'll just tell you exactly. I kind of touched on them already. But I'll tell you exactly what they are. So the six steps of self-improvement that i would take is build these are in no particular order but i kind of tried to order them where they would be most valuable in that order so if you want to follow them in this order do that but i definitely did not follow them in this order and i'm not sure if this order is optimal for people actually trying to i just try to use logic but i also know that i don't have very good logic when it comes to people's mindset, so that's one thing, so you can try this order or not, so step one is to build discipline, and the way you do that is cold showers, cold showers are literally the easiest way, the simplest way to build discipline, you don't have to go outside of your house, you can literally, in the morning time, when you normally take a shower, or at the night time, whenever you take a shower, just do cold water. And at first it's going to be like, terrible. Like you're not going to want to do it. So just force yourself to do it. And every time you force yourself to do it, guess what? You're building your discipline. Every time you don't want to do it, but you do it anyways, you're building your discipline. And in the beginning, you maybe you will only be able to do it for 10 seconds. That is still huge. Even if it's one second of cold. That is insane. Like that is so much discipline. Especially if you walk into it because that makes it harder so if you are have the cold the warm water on first and then you have and then you just switch it to cold that's easy but if you if you already have it on and you're still dry and you walk into cold water that is way harder and that requires discipline so really every like discipline is the way that you achieve anything really like that's I've focused so much on building my discipline. And discipline allows you to actually get through all the stuff that I talked about today. It allows you to send your first email. It allows you to actually... It, it makes it so you're actually able to cold call someone. It actually makes it so you're able to go in to your first business and talk to them. It makes it so you lift those two extra reps in the gym. It makes it so you actually go to the gym every day. It like discipline is how you achieve your goals. Like discipline is you can't do anything without discipline. You can't get out of bed without discipline. And I mean you can get out of bed with that uh, that's purpose. I'll talk about that. Step two is purpose. Well let me talk about the cold showers on discipline first. I was super excited because I was into cold showers before but I I had done it consistently, and then I stopped, and then I did it, and then I read in a book that the simplest way to build discipline is cold showers, and literally that is so awesome to think about how we're already in the shower, and we can grow there while no one has to see, like no one has to see you being a wuss and backing off the first couple times, but then people see that discipline that you built from going back in after being a wuss and staying in and then eventually just staying in the cold shower the entire shower every single time you shower people see that discipline outside of the shower no one sees you showering so you can grow in like you can grow in solitude like no one has to see you growing no one has to see your failures in the cold shower but people do see that your success and how you grew from that people see your progress, move forward from the discipline built from cold showers. They don't know it was from cold showers, but they think that this guy is superhuman, and it's all just because you did cold showers. Like That's so simple. Cold showers, I mean, if you think about it, a cold shower is literally the easiest thing to do. You're already in the water, so it might as well be cold. And I'm not even going to lie, I still struggle to this day. I'm, I'm still, okay, I'll let you know, for the past couple of months, I have been... And I have been only taking cold showers with no hot water and only being in the cold. But I still, even this morning when I took my shower, I still struggled to stay in there. Because I sometimes step out and it's hard. I, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, it is hard. It gets easier, but it's still hard. And I've been doing this for like a while and it's still hard. So hopefully that gives you comfort. It's hard for everyone. My friend says that it's easy for him. I don't believe him. I believe, I think that it's easy enough to say that it's easy. That's what I'm trying to say. It gets easier, and my friend has probably gotten to the point where it's easy enough to where it requires very little discipline to where you barely notice, but it's still pretty difficult. It's still harder than not doing it. That's what I'm trying to say. So, step two. That was step one, to build discipline and cold shower. Step two is to gain a purpose and confidence. And the way you do that is by going to the gym. So a purpose, having a purpose, basically... So discipline gets you out of bed. Purpose gets you out of bed. And what I mean by that is discipline, you have to push through, fight your mind to get out of bed. Having a purpose gets you out of bed. So you literally jump for joy when you wake up and you want to get out of your bed. Now, that is an over-exaggeration, but having a purpose basically makes it so you want to get out of bed and you don't want to stay in bed. That's like the easiest way to explain it. It's where you actually have a reason to live and have a reason to push forward. And my first purpose was getting jacked, essentially, going to the gym. And just don't forget about the process that I was talking to you guys about, routine. Don't worry about the goal, worry about the routine. And so that's step two. Step three is increase mental clarity and curing your internet addiction. So, and the way you do that is by meditation. Now, I had always not meditated consistently, but I did meditate for a while. And I found some benefits, but... It wasn't until I saw a Hamza video where he was saying you're inter- you're addicted to the internet and the way you cure it. There's only one way to cure it, and it's through meditation. Now I always had the kind of thoughts or the subconscious thoughts that uh, curing your internet addiction through meditation was like that was a way through meditation, but it wasn't until he said it out loud to where I became like 100% confident of it and just went all in. So that's meditation. That cures your internet addiction, improves your mental clarity at pretty much all around. And then four is free, freeing up your time and improving your mental health. And that's the way you do that is by cutting out your phone. And there's many steps that you should take to do that. I'll tell you them all right now, very quick, rapid fire. If you want more in depth, I'll um, go to my previous episodes and you'll see. So the first is turn on grayscale color filter and keep it on. The second is delete all your non-tool apps, so YouTube, social media, games, everything. A tool app would be the Notes app or like a calculator. Um, The third thing is remove all of your apps from the home screen, so you so your home screen is empty, and then change your wallpaper to both of your wallpapers to like a black or a gray or something some mundane thing um... step four is turn off all of your notifications on your phone on every single app and keep on do not disturb (coughs) forever the fifth thing is keep your phone on airplane mode and always power it off like actually hold the power button and slide it to the right to power it off and keep that powered off forever and then also make sure you keep Your phone in the basement or the attic or wherever is furthest away from you where you normally are. So that will make it so you have to have a huge task to use your phone. Uh, The sixth thing is don't bring your phone places like just leave it at the house. Like you most of the time, ninety-nine percent of the time, you do not need your phone outside of your house. And I'm actually school the school year is starting up soon. I'm gonna email all my teachers. To, that I'm not bringing my phone because they require us to put our phones in the phone home so I'm gonna email them and tell them that I won't be putting my phone in the phone home because it's gonna be at home it's gonna actually be at home and uh, never put your phone in the pocket that's for many reasons one the main reason why I do it is because our phone actually radiates it emits radiation which damages our like our bodies, but especially our balls, and just look it up. Phone radiation, you'll go into all that stuff. The seventh, the seventh thing is. Uh, only use your phone like once a day, and really, I'm. Eventually, I want to get to the point where I use it like once a week. To where you just check your texts once a week or something like that, and then. Um, keep making more changes as you experiment. But those are the most significant things. And I just want to say, I'm embarrassed that I didn't make these changes a while ago. It's just embarrassing how I'm so embarrassed that I was addicted to my phone. I still am kind of attached to my phone where I want to bring my phone places where I've never been. It's so embarrassing to ha- like want to bring my phone I just feel so, it's so embarrassing to be so attached where I can't do stuff on my own. Like it's, you don't feel manly because you're supposed to be able to do things on your own. Well, no, not, no, because I always want to bring my phone and that, yeah, it's just embarrassing. I'm ashamed of it. So that's step four in to free up time and improve mental health. Also, you, you just delete all your social media accounts. But if you want more in-depth on that, on all of these steps, and especially that particular step, go to my recent episodes. I don't remember exactly what episode it was, but one of my earlier episodes, I talked about that. And step five is fill up your time. So you just freed up your time, now you fill it up. For the best purpose possible because if you don't fill up your time after you cut off your phone you're, you're gonna fail you're gonna want to go back on your phone so you have to fill up your time uh, for the best purpose possible and that's reading i already told you guys exactly like why reading is so beneficial and it's so so beneficial for so many other reasons and i'm sure you guys can hear about those other reasons and you i'm sure you guys already know about those other reasons but that's one of the big reasons that no one's talking about the 95% of your subconscious, and just start reading nonfiction, and if you want a recommendation on your first book, always, and I still follow this principle, always choose a nonfiction self-help book based off of what you want to improve at that time, or based off what you're curious about, or want to learn about at that time, so my first book, I was interested in improving my breathing, so... I got the oxygen advantage, which teaches me how to breathe. And uh, I'm interested right now in business, so right now I'm reading business books. So always read a book based on where you're at and what you need in life right now. Um, Step six is gain consistency. I talked about this earlier as well. And that's just routine. You just make a routine. It's really that simple. And honestly, all of this stuff, all those six steps are really, if you guys hone in on each of those six steps, you'll get exactly where I'm at way quicker than it took me to get here. And those are not the only things you need to do, but those are like the big, I found that these are like the core pieces of self-improvement, or, or at least where I'm at right now. And maybe I should add a seventh step, and it's to, I have, no, I'm just making this up on the fly, but maybe I should add a seventh step, and it's to add more. And what I mean by that is self-improvement, and I noted on this concept while, like, this entire episode, self-improvement, you get better every day, so what you did yesterday is too easy for today, so now you need to add a little bit more. That's, that's gym. You progressively overload. If I have been, if I started bench pressing dumbbells, 20 pounds each, well, if I did that today, that would be way too easy. So I have to add more and do 50 pound dumbbells. That's that's gym. This self-improvement is all over, so add more. That's why I said the... You don't, also, you don't have to add more numerically. You could add more discomfort. So, for example, how I started with emails, and then once emails got too easy, the way I added more is by cold calling. That wasn't adding more emails. It was just adding more discomfort. And then the, way, the once the, that got too easy, I added more discomfort through going in person. So that's, that's the – I'm actually going to write that down because um, I'm reading off of a kind of a, a guidebook that I wrote when I was first getting into business for a lead, a lead magnet. And I'm focusing – I'm not focusing on that business right now. So I'm not really publishing this as a lead magnet. Let me just write it. All right, there we go. Add more. Uh, Episode. Wait, I'm going to note down my time. 55 minutes in on episode. I think it's 18. Let me log into my RSS feed. Yeah, 18. Episode 18. Podcast. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, that's. If those seven things, those seven steps. You just focus on that. And since you're going to be cutting off your phone. That implies internet as well. You'll improve so fast. If I read. If I listen to this if I had access to this podcast when I first started, man. and if, Now, it's one thing to have access, but it's another thing to actually do it. And that's the hardest part, to actually do it. So good luck on that. So, and I gave you all the tools that you need to be able to do it. Discipline. You have to build your discipline by cold showers. And routine. Just build a routine. So add things into your routine slowly but surely and add more so I would first add cold shower to your routine do it every single day even if you start with 10 seconds 10 seconds is still more than the 0 seconds you did yesterday and then tomorrow you do 11 seconds the next day you do 13 there's really no rush especially since I just told you exactly what to do you're gonna be so much more efficient and quicker at growth ever This is another reason why podcasting and finding someone, at least talking talking to someone who's like-minded with you and, and or podcasting is so valuable because when I'm at the park with my friend who is like-minded with me, we're at very similar stages in our growth and we're both on self-improvement, and we talk a lot. And a lot of the times we say things and make connections that we would never have known prior, or otherwise if we hadn't, like actually spent time together. And I'm realizing that with spending time at the park with them, which is masterminding, masterminding. It's basically where you spend time, like at least, like maybe once a week, once a month, once a day. Spend time with that person, at least two people in your group. It can be like five, ten people if you want. And then basically just talk about where you're at, goals, progress, tips, things to teach, and all that stuff. New ideas and connections are formed, plus you're teaching so you're understanding better yourself. It's just, that's a huge thing. One of the, a very big thing that I've done as well. That I never really had until... I started hanging out with my friend this summer. And now I know how valuable it is. I've grown so much. You really are the product of the five people. You're the average of the five people that you spend your time with. Now, I, I believe that, but I also think that it's not the average because the five people that I spent my time with during the uh, school year, they were not on self-improvement. And I definitely was not the average of all of those people. I was, but I was definitely held down. Like they were tugging down my growth. They were tugging me down to lower. They were tugging me, pulling me down closer. So that's that. Being that. But you definitely, once you do spend time with, who are like-minded with you or better than you, That's where real growth happens. I thought that I could just get away with the five average people rule. And I could just stay conscious of it and not let it affect me. No. It's not just that piece. It's not just them pulling you down piece. It's also the fact that if you spent time with different people who are actually where you're at, that's them pulling you up. So you're missing out on the pulling up piece as well. So, that's, that's huge. And if you can't find anyone, like, I didn't even know that this person, my friend right now, was on self-improvement before the summer. And so, what I would tell myself, my previous self, six months ago, when I didn't know anyone and didn't think that anyone at my school was like that, I would tell myself to start a podcast and start talking and teaching things. And... Even, it, even, you don't even have to post it. Just po- add it to your daily routine to talk on voice memos or some, some place. Just that communication and building epiphanies is so valuable and push through it because in the first day, you'll be terrible. Second day, you'll be terrible, but a little bit less terrible. Third day, you'll be terrible, but a little less terrible and so on until you start getting good. Right now, I think that I'm almost on the verge of getting good. Um, oh, like, my first episode was absolutely garbage. And you can go back and listen to that. And that was actually my 15th episode. But that's a different story. I didn't post my first 14 episodes. And I'm on episode 18 right now. And I'm just starting to almost get out of the garbage territory. And it's worth it. And it's going to be even more worth it once I'm not garbage. (laughs) And it's going to be worth it for you guys too. To wrap things up, don't forget to download your favorite episodes and subscribe to the Ascend Momentum Show. But before you guys leave, make sure to remember the Eagles.